had hundreds of kids under my care and I was in a position where I could see that potential in the kids and nurture it and watch them blossom. And it, it was like, to me, when I say opening new worlds to kids, I see that potential, I see that interest and uh, I want to open up new experiences to them and, and let them develop and grow to their greatest potential. And even for myself, Welcome to Into the Light Podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today we have Patrice Porter and Patrice is the gardening grandma. She is a master cultivator who nourishes the timeless art of gardening while sowing the seeds of survival skills in future generations. With her expertise, she not only teaches the art of growing fresh and nourishing foods, but also tends to the growth of resilient families as a dedicated parent support coach. She is a founding member of the Food Circle Show, plus the author of the book series, Bringing Out the Potential of Children, and the co-author of the number one bestseller book, No Problem Parenting, Raising Your Kiddos with More Confidence and Less Fear. Oh, amazing, Patrice. Those are great books, and what a great background you have. I love that you're on my show today. How are you doing? Well, it's wonderful being here, Adina, <laughs> and thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm excited about this. I, I love uh, Into the Light. So let's Into shed light. some light on, on the potential of our, our kids and youth. And uh, that's always been something that's a driving passion of mine, human potential, and especially with our kids and youth. You're right. So, let's step into the light together. That's what we like to say. So we got the future generations and the garden and you're the gardening grandma. This is awesome because you're like, <laughs> I love it. You're ready to be the support person for all these families and teach teaching new generations, the importance of gardening and really bringing in all of this uh, light work into our foods and our, our families. And the way I see it, it's opening the world of gardening to folks. And I right. love opening that, especially linked to the kids. When I was working as an educational associate and I had hundreds of kids under my care and I was in a position where I could see that potential in the kids and nurture it and watch them blossom. And it, it was like, to me, when I say opening new worlds, to kids. I see that potential. I see that interest. And uh, I want to open up new experiences to them and, and let them develop and grow to their greatest potential. And even for myself, I had to make sure that when I was working with it, those kids that I was like, showing up as my best self 
for them. And that's something that I encourage with parents. Show up as your best self for your kids. And, you know, I had a whole morning routine, just trying to get my energies up and make sure I was well fueled and uh, ready to meet the day and and all those kids there. And and then when you're opening new worlds, you've got to kind of tweak their interest a bit. Kids are hard. How do you get them interested in something like gardening, right? You don't really, they want to be on their devices. They no, don't, well, that's, right. that's the big thing. And, and that's why I'm so passionate about getting kids involved with gardening, that to get them out of cyberspace, bring them back into the natural world. And w- one of the ways I do that is if you just say, we're going to garden. And uh, like, I know a lot of the parents too, like kids might not even really have that if they're younger, that much of an idea what it is, but it's often thought of as a chore and right. I don't want to be a chore for them. And so I'll ask them, what type of garden do you want to have? And like you could have, uh, there's theme gardens, like a, a pizza garden or a, a pirate garden. or Fairy garden. I had, the, I had those with yeah. my kids who built little fairy gardens. And we're seeing it more in uh, schools these days. Gardening is a desire. Kids want to garden and it's a nice activity and you see more support for it just across our education and more and more people are getting aware of the importance of gardening, right? (laughs) Boy, Um, boy, there's, I've got a favorite quote quote I've got to share here from Robert Brault. And it's like, why try to explain miracles to a child? when you can just teach them how to garden. Oh, and it's really, that, it is a wonderful combination with kids and gardening because it's that awe and wonder. And it can bring some of that back to you too, if you're garden with your kids. And yeah, brings said. back some of that awe and wonder and, and can be a terrific bonding experience out there. And the, the one thing I, I really like is that it can foster independence in the kids mm. often like, yeah. their games and uh being on the internet they're just entertaining themselves really and where it, it's something that it fosters independence puts them on that tra- trajectory to becoming more independent responsible and getting them connecting with nature and maybe yeah. picking up you know more of an appreciation of the natural world and where our food comes from. <laughs> Most kids think, well, the grocery store, isn't that where it comes from? And it teaches them and it what teaches it takes them. to grow yeah. your food. Right. You're teaching. So I, I almost think of it like all. So when I read about your work, oh, you can teach all your life skills through gardening, right? How do you teach your, all, all life skills? That's what it sounds like to me, right? You have, you, you connected it a little I, bit with, uh, I think you, you, in the book title, raising your kids with more confidence. And so how does it really instill some of those skills? Well, I actually had a, a list of 10 different ones, but some of the ones like, um, like independence, responsibility, and cause and effect. Mm. Like their, their actions, if they're tending to their gardens, and if they take care of their plants, they're going to thrive and grow well for them. If they neglect them, they're going to wither and die. So they get to see those cause and effects from your actions. 
and also to have something depend on you. Those plants, again, if you don't tend to them, they're dependent on you. Often you, you can leave a lot of the work to mother nature if you're gardening outside, but with tender seedlings and that, if you're trying to get them growing, they need some tending and caring for. And I, I kind of, you know how it's often suggested that you have a pet before you have kids, just <laughs> right, right, to nurture yeah. and things. Yeah. I take it one step back and have some plants to take care of first. And uh, it's not and the, so drastic if you uh, don't. <laughs> if they start, start to go south. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a great point. It, it teaches that responsibility. And you said the cause and effect. And even you mentioned in the quote, like how, how miracles happen, how something comes from nothing into life. And I think that's beautiful. And it also sounds like you're doing some of the coaching with, like it says, it's you're a dedicated parent support coach. So are you also, you're helping the parents. So let's say parents who are, gosh, I'd like to have my garden or my kid garden, but like, what do I even do with that? Is that where they come, come to you? Well, the, uh, I've got the uh, Fabulous Family Futures program and the parent coaching there. And it's mostly geared for those parents like that made that decision that they want to be at home with their kids growing up. And Mm -hmm. it's either some of them might have left the corporate world and starting a a business of their own using their talents and everything. And and then they're very successful and knew how, uh, you know, how to operate in the corporate world or at a job or whatever. And then it's like, well, I'm not too sure what exactly to do with my kids. And also it it comes in having, again, the parents show up as their best self and we build a vision, have them like in your business, you usually create a vision for your business. Well, do it for your family. Mm-hmm. And you involve the kids, set up your family meetings, involve the kids and let them see what's possible. It's like, they might not have any idea, but if you can share that vision that you have and ask them too. It's like with the younger kids, you might have to phrase it as, mm-hmm. let's do a little bit of uh, time traveling and look and keep it like a short duration so three months I don't know if you've heard about the 12 week year no that book. I've heard the nerve I've heard of it what is it exactly it's 12 week year it's a book and you can actually find the free audio book on YouTube uh yeah. the 12 year by Brian Moran but he the 12 year week year it's you're condensing it your year down to 12 weeks so if you're making your vision or setting your goal, it's just right. for the 12. So, yeah, I, so I like to time. work that time, time frame with the kids. Right. And, and I encourage them to have a nature-based project. Because okay. of that dilemma, so many of the kids are out on their devices and like they're just missing that connection with nature. And if you can have a, I encourage it to be gardening because of all the extra things that it can bring with the life lessons and everything, but any type of nature-based family project. So taking kids out camping or exploring your nature, the wilderness in your neighborhood. And uh, uh, just get that, something that was really big to me, like my dad instilled the love of nature in me. 
Mm. And it was through like he, he would take I was a city kid and he would take us out on field trips out to, you know, the national parks and everything to the he belonged to the natural um history museum and they would have all these documentaries this was before the internet days yeah and it did it just instilled a love of nature and and you know like the kids nowadays like with all that crisis climb or uh, climate crisis and and environmental crisis and it can be really overwhelming and mm-hmm. and you know like you know, they might feel moved to hold up placards or whatever, but if, if you can instill that love of nature and then you, then you let that love you feel direct your actions. Mm. And so that it's, it's, you know, you see that someone's polluting your waterway. So it, it will move you to do that, you know, to protect the, the, uh, those the that habitat yeah 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 because yeah, you and, feel that uh, that connection to nature from a young age you're instilling that uh that that need to protect and create nature in a healthy way not not pollute it right <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and that's that, where, you know, like in the in the garden it's a great place to do that and and uh going back to another life life lesson while we're talking yeah. about you know kids cyberspace and and uh it's it seems to be the age of instant gratification right and so that that, yeah i like that with the garden it's delayed gratification Mm -hmm. delayed yeah teaches us to wait hold (laughs) hold that patient you plant your seeds you tend them and then you've got to wait but then you're like so well rewarded and it's so worth waiting for and and like that's another way of getting your kids interested is let them taste some of that fresh farm food like a fresh grown food if you you're not going yourself like the farmers markets and uh because that's another great connection is kids and food <laughs> yeah, then they then they enjoy the taste more if they had to grow it and they feel more connected. So, yeah, and so you're up in uh, what is it, northern Canada, or where are you located physically? Because I know you're doing this gardening, and uh, you you also have to garden in the winter, right? Where are you? Where are you doing all your yes. gardening? <laughs> I I I live right in the boreal forest. Okay, in a pine meadow of Saskatchewan, Canada. Saskatchewan and that's right <laughs> we have like two months of summer and six months of winter oh my gosh so I do I do, <laughs> I do outdoor gardening like we're having a terrific gardening season things are growing marvelously uh but I also do indoor gardening too and my gardening programs like I've got the got dirt gardening for kids program but th- that's virtual yeah like virtual that's I was gonna so ask I, yeah yeah yeah, so I work with kids all over the world. It, it, it Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So so you you launched it. So yeah, now people can not only work with you in person, now uh, virtual coaching. So um, and 
I was wondering, did you see a lot of increase during like COVID and people being at home with families? Is that when you you started launching uh, to have something uh, for families to do uh, while we were all kind of stuck at home? And is that where you kind of started creating some of your programs? That the, uh, I had developed the Got Dirt Gardening for Kids program before that, just, just because I had such a passion for gardening and I was the gardening consultant and the go-to person around. Oh, okay. Everybody was always asking me their gardening questions. And I just, I love opening that world of gardening to kids. Mm -hmm. That was my passion. And I love the medium of courses for okay. sharing, sharing that. And so I had launched that before, but it became more in demand, like, and especially with the homeschooling crowd. And that because it gives them something more to add to the curriculum. Right. And right, right. so was that. But the Fabulous Family Futures program that came about, you know, with the, the, the parents when they they were working from home, a lot of them. Right. And, and it goes on afterwards, like the they made that decision to keep working from home, maybe not full time, but somewhat so that they could be there for their kids again. So that I, it, that came out during the pandemic and carried on afterwards. But that was more like I, I seen that demand where like the kids, they were being socialized online. They were doing their schooling online. Right. They, yeah. The parents were at home working online. So they're, that's what they're being modeled that their life was all online and it was yeah. like no get them in the dirt let's you know and and as i say that's why that family nature based projects right know, yeah just family nature based projects and so it's really it's helping it sounds like it's it's helping people plan and incorporate uh so let's say you know, you're, we're feeling challenged at home, too much technology. And like you said, you, you want to build a resilient family and you want to go outside. And so it sounds to me like it's creating the, like the program and the structure for families to really, uh, you know, kind of implement something like that and, and stick to it. Right. So that's also very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, and working with the parents too, you know, when they set their vision there and they've got their goals and then if it, so then they can work more with intent and focus and more easily direct their energies to where it's needed, either with their families or the business. Cause that was one of the big things, like they made that decision. They want to be at home with their kids growing up and, but then they end up sacrificing that time they would be spending with their kids on working. On computers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 uh, but that's where the gardening, if, because it fosters that independence. Mm -hmm. So if you've got the kids involved in like a, a healthy activity and they're becoming more independent, it'll free you up too. Yeah. For working absolutely. on your, your businesses and, and that. So it's, it's. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. better off. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. That's great. And are you also seeing any like, when we talk about the children, I mean, obviously you focus a lot about, about the importance of them having gardening skills and all that. Are you seeing uh, behavioral improvements or things that parents are uh, maybe, maybe trying to address or, 
like, you know, because I know that, you know, mental health and stress and things of being yeah. indoors and on devices, like, are you seeing ways in which this is creating an outlet where mental health is improving or behavioral issues are actually improving with the children? Well, that, that, that whole thing, like getting out in nature and, and yeah. it, it just, but too, as you're tending your plants, it's almost like a meditative practice, you know, you're, you're quiet. And that's, if the parents are joining in with that, like I know, if it, like I work more with the entrepreneurial parent or, you know, those that are working on home that they're, they're busy, but it, it can be quality time that lets you let some of that stress and anxiety fade into the background because you're quietly tending your plants and and it's opening up it's great for communications like it can open up all sorts of wonderful uh conversations like you're tending your little bit of earth and and then it can lead to broader discussions about the health of the the earth that we live in and, and right. uh, you know it's it's yeah mental health it, it's great and often well there's actually an emotional health there's there's actually scientific studies that say if you working in the dirt with your hands mm -hmm. it affects the serotonin levels mm -hmm. yeah I, brain, I, well, I, happiness. yeah well I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of these days about earthing you know where we're on the bare feet yeah. with the to the ground and yeah do you know uh, what's your take on how how that's uh, healing us? I even heard one meme. It was like all your, you know, it's connected to our nervous system and healing through things. Trauma based healing work can be done with something so simple like putting your feet on the ground every day, right? Is that something that you? How does that work? <laughs> that's something that I I actually use every day. That yeah. I you know. But I, I'm also working in the in the dirt with my hands. But the um, but that's what I do in like in the mornings and just to feel that energy. It, it, that's part of my routine too. When I was working with the kids to get my energy flowing, and yeah. it was like connecting with the earth. And often, like you would feel like there's pooling in your feet or something. Like your energy was kind of stuck or something. And mm, and then we're standing on on the earth in your bare feet, then you would feel that energy coming up through your feet and and, and the flow starting to happen. Mm, interesting. It, so was that's just, how it was just something that I experienced. And it, you know, when you're working with a lot of kids, you've got to have your energies up. You've got to, you know, they, they know if you're in a rot mood or- Yeah, you're not going to get far. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, that was one of the techniques that I used to get my energies flowing. Yeah. It's that amazing. Uh, rebounding. What's rebounding? And it's, it, it's, it's with uh, like, it's like a little miniature trampoline. Ah, and okay. so you, and it, it, it was designed by NASA for the astronauts going out in space and without gravity. And this was something when they came back that you can build up like um, uh, without compacting your bones or anything. It, it gives you, the, it's moving the lymph systems and it's, mm. it's giving yeah, you that enough. Bouncing. Yeah, yeah. Healthy, and yeah. 
And you can do that. Like, even if you don't have a, a, a rebounder, I used to do it like when I would sit up in bed and like I had a spring box, like a bouncy bed, uh-huh. <laughs> just bouncing on your bed, like just getting that. And, and to me, it was like putting a spring in my step. Yeah. You know? And again, working with the kids, Liz puts that spring in my step and lets me be able to keep up with them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds to me like it's uh, you're improving the vibrational energy of yourself. You're, you're, you're raising that vibe and the kids are, are happy. So um, it's, it's like a, like you said, it's like a spiritual connection almost that you are describing. And um, I think it's so important because we are, you know, humans forget that we are connected to nature and things like uh, gra- like earthing and connecting, touching soil to soil, our hands and our feet, like it, it has these curing properties. And so I'm, I personally started to become fascinating. I'm, I'm supposed to like go into nature more every day myself. So, you know, I, I, I really appreciate that. And so it sounds like, um, you know, this is, this is almost like your connection to your spirituality. Like, are you connect, are you finding that your own spiritual practice or beliefs are, um, you know, tied to your connection to nature? And if so, like, I was curious if, if you had a, like, if you had a, if you had a religious background or if you started becoming more like in tune with nature and now that's your spiritual practice, like how does, how how did that work for you where this became your, your focus? Like I, I find like being out out in nature is really good for your spiritual well-being for right. anyone. Yeah, it sounds and, like it. <laughs> and there would be times like that I would be communing with nature. And like I've you can learn some wonderful lessons from nature. And I had this one experience. I was I was coming home from work, like I used to grow coniferous seedlings for reforestation, and I was in a greenhouse situation. And I was walking up the hill to my house from the greenhouse where I was working. And as I came to the rise of the hill, like the sun was setting on the one side and the moon, a full moon was rising above the trees on, in the other direction. Oh. And it was like, you know, I'd had a long day of work. I was tired, you know, and it was like, and then I looked up and I seen that. And it was just like, it was like, this is what it's all about, that rising mm-hmm. and falling. And it was just, it was just like, uh, you know, I, 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 it wasn't in words as such, but it, it just, it was like, ah, this is what it's all about, you know? And, and so there's a, those lessons in the spiritual connection. But I also do have a very strong uh, meditative connection. Uh, practice and uh with the with passing of meditation and and uh yeah so that okay so you do like other body work or do you do other uh i don't know uh, like daily daily i don't know people do yoga or other types of meditative practices is that something that you do every day as well well i i every every morning for an hour <laughs> i i it's as i said like it's a vipassana meditation that I do and oh what is that exactly I'm not familiar that's that's insight meditation it's on a Buddhist um from a tradition based off the Buddhist teachings and with 
Sayubakin was the his tradition. Uh-huh. And um, so it it starts off like with Anapana, which is focus on the breath, which is a, a mm. common meditative practice and and just getting that centering and and uh, and then you're you're realizing once you've got the the mind calm and quiet, and then you start to work with the sensations of the body and the realizing of of what again everything rising coming into being and passing away and 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 different insights will start to come about and yeah uh, they drop they drop in in your conscious mind somehow like that when you're meditating yeah (laughs) i've heard that that's definitely that happens with me a little bit and uh yeah so do you do you consider yourself a buddhist then generally as your as your spiritual practice i i don't say buddhist but it is a a buddhist practice yeah yeah because i i was watching you know who I saw recently uh, was Tina Turner. She was also describing oh. like from the 90s, a similar practice that she did every day and just from the Buddhist and it incorporated breathwork. And she was on uh, Larry King Live in like the 90s. <laughs> and like, it was a tribute oh. to her. Yeah. And she was talking about that same uh, that same process. So I was just like, oh, she, and she she had started to describe herself as a, as a Buddhist and obviously, you know, <laughs> that breath work and the connection. Yeah. So um, I just thought of that, but yeah, I'm, I was curious if, uh, you know, these daily, these daily spiritual practices connecting to nature, you know, if it's also like well, increasing your connection to God or what you find to be, you know, source energy, that kind of thing. As a, yeah, like, <clears throat> I described it, but the the meditation practice, it's more the inner work, okay? mm, the, the mm-hmm. inner journey, the inner work, and, and where the, the connection with nature, and as I say, like communing with nature, it is like a, your inner and outer connecting, right. and, and uh, but yes. the, I think that my, my meditative practice, that's part of my morning routine like just to get my day started off right and and the same like working with the kids like getting that calm and centeredness so you know you could be in that because kids it, it was younger kids too and they need a lot of uh to learn self-regulation so if you can mm. model that then uh yeah like you said we have to we have to show up for them and uh yeah model model that behavior and be regulated ourselves in in our parenting journey right uh wow so that's great and and gardening sounds like it helps with all of those things so i love it and i love that you have different courses people take so if someone if one of our some of our listeners are hearing this and they really want to find out more about your courses uh where do where do people go in order to to find out where to where to start taking courses with their kids well head on over to the gardeninggrandma.com so oh, it's the gardening the, grandma. <laughs> you've got to have the in there first the gardeninggrandma.com and you'll find there right on the the home page that you can pick up a gardening with kids playbook that'll give mm. you a step by step to get gardening with your kids and okay. you'll see a tab there to to book a call book a call with me and 
we can talk gardening or if you want to learn more about the fabulous family future programs or and also on that homepage, you can find out about the Got Dirt Gardening for Kids program. And uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a couple different things. How long are those programs when someone's like, I know you said 12 week is one. Is there any other lengths or, or kinds of types of programs? Well, that no, you actually think? The, the, the 12 week, well, I work in 12 week blocks, but it, oh, it okay. is a, a six week, it's a, a, a six month program the fabulous family future Six you can months. also have like a, a one month program just to get you started on it and that's more where you, you get started with the program and and you're working it yourself and if mm. you want to continue working with me then then there's the six month right that's program. if you want to so the six month where do you see people like where, where, where do they come to, like, where do you see them finishing the six months? Like what, what's usually the transformation that they see with their, with their garden and their family or, or all of that? What do you kind of focus on that, that's the outcome of that program? So I, I actually give a, a, like a guarantee on that six month oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> program that you will reach your goal that you set. Like we set to, together a goal at the beginning. Um, okay with your vision, like at the three month, the vision, you set your vision for the three month period. Okay. Have a goal in there. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say like the six months, because you, you, you probably won't get to your goal the first time round, but the second time round, you will usually mm -hmm. get there. Okay. But even if like, if, if it goes, if it needs to go a little bit longer, maybe you need 90 days to get to that goal, you know, right. like some things, some people are used to visioning or, or some people, you know, they, they, it, do, it doesn't take so much to get their family on board and, and, uh, you know, working and, and, and engaging with that. And I, and I engage the, the kids, you know, in the gardening projects and, and tweak their interests and, and, uh, like the first part, it's working with the family unit. Okay. On the first module. And then the second, it's in group coaching with the different parents. Mm, and I've okay. uh, got their gardening project or they, they've got their project set up. Okay. So what are, what are some of the goals? Like you said, the 90 day 30, uh, like the, what is an example? Like someone might have a, a 90 day goal or something that they're trying to achieve. Like what what do they usually try and do? Well, if this say they set their vision that they they want to have, um, so they have quality time. They've set up. I ask them the question like, how much time do you give yourself permission to devote uh, to this? Yeah, right. You know, so they they've 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 um, they want to be able to have their regular family meetings. Mm -hmm. They want to have they've set aside an hour, two hours, right? Three hours a week for the uh, nature-based project, mm. however what it is. So they, they've got that underway. They've got uh, the kids, if they take up the gardening, they will have already got a garden started and it's starting to produce. 
and and they can easily direct their focus to where it's needed. They they're at that point. They can easily direct their focus to where it's needed with the family or business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that they, makes sense. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it makes yeah. sense. So it sounds like they they just starting to plan where the garden wants to be and like what how it's all going to look and 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 it's it's great because it oh, gives no, you that structure. Yeah, and and it, and and too like that's why it's it's really important at the beginning. Like, how much time do you give yourself permission? Because it's got to fit into the lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I. Hard. You don't want it to be one more thing to add to your plate. I mean, right, right. That's what I was worried about. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, stuff. people. Yeah, I'm working with busy, busy entrepreneurial people or, or parents. Parents naturally are busy, right? Especially That's what if I was thinking. They're working <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. do not want it to be one more thing to add to their plate, and like it might only be like. I can only spend 15 minutes, you know, 15 minutes a day. Yeah, five days a week. something easy. Right, right. Yeah. That's a, so then, that's good. then it might be, you know, some fresh herbs growing on the windowsill that you can add to your dishes to mm. liven them up. And you might be surprised what your family's reaction is to that. To, <laughs> what did you ish <laughs> yeah the kids will the kids will start eating like basil or something right <laughs> yeah pesto mm. pesto this is great yeah. yeah i love it i love it because that's what i was thinking like okay well this you know you have to you have to carve out the time and know what you can take on and you know create goals so we we we, we definitely you know struggle as parents i'm i have two kids of my own eight and eleven and I, oh, I de- yeah, <laughs> I would love to, I, I definitely want to go and, and investigate and take these programs. And uh, I got a couple of planter boxes that are just uh, needing to be, you know, weeded, <laughs> get all that out of there. Are and your then, kids gardening with you? Uh, a little bit. My son, uh, he has a pet hamster and we take him out sometimes into the gardening box. And, but, you know, we just, we just, stuck, we just stuck some seeds in there. I, I have one sunflower growing, but I was hoping for more uh, sunflowers. Cause that's like a, <laughs> a low maintenance, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's often once when I'm, I've start a, a great project, like if, if it, even in schools or whatever is with sunflowers, cause you can do sunflower sprouts if it's a, Ooh, a quick yeah. you want. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, we, we, we used to do that all the time with the, the kids at school and yeah. they, they love, and, and, and in six days you can have them sprouting up. So yeah. It's and like they grow so big. Garden. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's yeah. that instant gratification plant that we can, you know, like it's yeah. like, it's, a, it's, it goes as fast as something can go. Right. So um, yeah. yeah, I, I, and, and they're also cheery. So like, me I don't yeah. I don't rely so much on my food coming from my garden yet but you know I the sunflowers they're they're nice and we like you know and then happy looking the up. kids can, the kids like you can either so there you there's your instant garden with the sunflower sprouts <laughs> yeah and then you've got you know the kids can can grow it and you can make a sunflower fort where you grow them in a circle and then oh, it's done. like their little hideaway out in the yard, you know, because oh, you might have that nuts. Kid, 
Yeah, that just likes to hide out and read their books or whatever, or, or just needs a quiet spot to be sometimes. And and yes. they're so beautiful and, and they're very unique because they turn their heads to the with sun. the sun. Yes. Yeah. I love this. Oh, sun, sunflower fort. I'm definitely gonna do that. My yeah. my son would go crazy. He's building forts all the time and inside with the blankets oh. and the cushions. So yeah, let's get him an yeah. outdoor fort. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you know. And you've got your healthy snack of sunflower seeds yeah. or to feed the birds. Feed the birds, the birds right? Attracts, attract the animals. I love it. This is great. Um, well, I'm inspired. Yeah. I'm going to go start my sunflower garden, Patrice, <laughs> for yeah. my son. We're going to do it together. I'm, I'm committed. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All oh, right. this is awesome. Okay, great. Well, um, any, you know, I, this is a great, I'm, I'm really excited. I love interviewing really interesting you know coaches healers practitioners and you know it just really caught me that you're so focused on you know creating a family uh cultivating uh all of the qualities that children need to develop and that they can do that through gardening and then build our future and then also of course our food systems and that's a whole other conversation we didn't really get too oh, much yeah, into yeah. <laughs> future yeah. of food systems um but i'm yeah. just excited that we have you know the gardening grandma here to to help help us uh teach our children the, the right ways to do to do this work so thank you so much um any last words that you can you'd like to share words of wisdom for our audience before we wrap up the episode today some grandma wisdoms grandma wisdoms yeah <laughs> like you got a million i can tell <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> really um take up some type of of nature project and like even some little gardening project we mentioned some of those instant ones it's a great bonding experience so you know get out there and garden with your kids pick up that free <laughs> garden with kids playbook yeah and that kids. will give you step by step it's got recipes in it activities it's all that'll get you going so i love get, it your get kids. kids out of cyberspace and back into the natural world <laughs> yes i agree with that and get your kids your grandkids your neighbor's kids whoever kids you can yeah. find right get them in the garden <laughs> um join the movement <laughs> um, all right well thank you so much patrice i loved it and uh, i'm gonna have all of your links to your website and uh hopefully people will go there get the downloads start the program and set up a call with you that's amazing because they can talk to you directly so uh, i love that because people always want to reach out get get questions answered so thank you so much for sharing all of that today <laughs> always up to talking gardening <laughs> always up for that it was fun amazing well thank you and i feel honored to have you as a guest and also your books we didn't talk so much about them but definitely uh you know no problem parenting raising your kids with more confidence and less fear um, we tied that a little bit back to gardening and just bringing out the potential of children so um we can also link uh, are those on amazon those books yeah, it's on my author page, but I have linked it from thegardeninggrandma.com. You'll see a link for books. Yeah, so. Okay, yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Patricia. It was great to have you and have a wonderful day. And uh, I'm so glad you shared all of your knowledge with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was wonderful. I loved it. <laughs> all right, bye-bye. I love you. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at that website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.